Well, shit, how am I going to talk about this on the podcast without sounding like a total hypocrite? What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. I'm going to dig into how to transform our bodies in a new way so that it's not about obsession and restriction, but a life of freedom and wellness. Are you ready? Let's do this. Here's the raw truth. I am recording this podcast in real time about something that is currently going on in my life. Usually I wait a few days, reflect, let it sink in before I go all in on a podcast, but this just happened a few minutes ago and I want to dig in with all of you right away. So here we go. I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but right now it is the beginning of October 2019 and I just am wrapping up the summer of a lifetime. This was the first summer where I didn't feel like I had to be crazy restrictive with my food. I didn't feel like I had to give 110% in all of my workouts. After four years of being a health and fitness coach online, this was the first summer that I truly felt free. I focused more on my mental health, more on epic dance parties, and less on, you know, not going out and partying or not going to barbecues or whatever. I I just focused on living. And I looked at situations and life events not as like, oh man, well that's going to really be hard because I'm on this meal plan and I can't eat, so I just like won't go there, right? And instead, just living, like no limitations. And as amazing as it was, I definitely took it way too far. (laughs) So I've got on here plenty of times before and talked about how working out, moving our bodies, eating well helps us heal our bodies and our minds. And so I have been very aware of how food and exercise impacts my mental health, either positively or negatively. So I'm obsessed with working out because of how it makes me feel, not because of the results anymore. And that has been a transformation that has literally taken years. But the same is true with food. Like I know what is going to impact my mental health in a really great way and what is going to cause me to not feel so great. So we've talked a lot about this before of why I don't drink caffeine, right? It's because my anxiety, when caffeine enters my body, it feels like a panic attack to me because that jittery, like fun feeling that most people are really craving and addicted to, to me feels like a panic attack and it really heightens all of my senses and it's hard for me to focus. And I feel literally like my heart's going to pound out of my chest. I usually end up with a headache. So I've done things to like eliminate caffeine in my life and be really mindful. The same thing happens with sugar, processed sugars. So I'm not talking like fruits here, um, but sugars like ice cream, brownies, cookies, donuts, all those things 
my my body responds the same way. So I feel like that rush and that feels like anxiety to me. However, just like with anything, we build up a tolerance to these things. And so over the course of the summer, as I've been living this life of freedom and just like having what I want when I want it, I have built up a tolerance again to sugar and my body is going, what girl, what are you doing? Like that doesn't feel good. It leads to bloat. So like the physical reaction is obvious. It's weight gain. It's bloat. It is never feeling hydrated enough. It is not sleeping as well, right? All of these things. And last week I got on here and I I cried, (laughs) right? Like I don't know if you listened to that episode, but I I cried because my mental health was just not good. And so we just got back from an amazing trip to Florida with a huge group of our friends and we lived it up, had an amazing time. And yesterday as we were, you know, like saying our goodbyes and getting on our plane and coming home, I had a lot of time to just like reflect of how the whole summer has been because I feel like you know, I knew we were coming home to Minnesota where the temperatures were going to be truly fall. And that is like a shift, right? And so I was like, let me just reflect on summer. And although I had an amazing summer, like literally some of the best memories of my life. And for the most part, my mental health was in a really good space. I'm still over 10 months panic attack free, which is fucking amazing to me. But I know it could be better, and I know that basically I'm sabotaging myself. Like, I have been working my ass off, and it's really hard for me to believe that I put in all of this work in 2018 to heal my anxiety disorder, to end the panic attacks, to really improve my relationships, just to allow food, something that I have 110% control over, to start impacting that in a negative way. And I'm like... I don't want to do that anymore. So it is time for me to have another evolution, another transformation in my life. It's time to take that next step and figure out not just a balanced lifestyle. You know, that's always what I've been preaching is like, I show you guys that I eat desserts and, you know, foods that are quote unquote, not good for you. Um, I eat fast food, I have pizza and beer, all those things, right? But I'm not going to restrict those and say like, I can't ever have those again. And that, you know, I'm, but I'm just shifting away from this quote unquote balanced lifestyle and into a lifestyle that's focused on my mental health. Okay. So when I referenced what was happening this morning, I woke up and for the first time, in months, I stepped on the scale. And I, I think it's great. The, the scale can be an awesome resource on your journey. But for most people who haven't put in the work, you guys should not be using a scale to track any sort of progress or anything like that because it can become very addictive and demeaning. If you step on that scale, like right, like my body weight can fluctuate about eight pounds in the course of a week. One week, it can fluctuate eight pounds. So I'm five foot ten. I'm very long and lean. That's my my body, you know, composition. (laughs) And stepping on the scale on a Sunday and then getting back on it on Saturday, 
I could have shifted about eight pounds. That That's pretty typical for me. And so I was like, you know what? This is like demoralizing. It makes me feel awful when I get on there and I'm not seeing the number that I expected. And, you know, then I'm just going to shame and guilt myself into like, okay, I'm never eating anything but a vegetable ever again mindset, right? And it's so unhealthy. So unless you've done the work, you shouldn't be using a scale because you have to be in such a good place of confidence and understanding that your weight is meant to fluctuate. And we as a society tend to believe that it should always be going down. That number can never go up. If it does, that's failure, that's wrong, that's terrible. It always has to go down. And that is not realistic and not healthy, but that's a topic for another time. My point is I stood on that scale this morning for the first time in months. Like I literally cannot even remember the last time I got on there. And our scale sits in our bathroom. Derek uses it. Like it is there. It's accessible. I see it. But I have no drive to step on it. So I got on there this morning and I am up about like 15 to 16 pounds uh, from when I was, you know what? I think actually the last time I probably stood on the scale was back when I went dress shopping in March. So even longer than a few months, it's been like half a year. Um, when I went dress shopping for my wedding dress, I was curious. And obviously that is kind of important <laughs> that I stay closer to the number that I fit in when I got my wedding dress because I have to fit back into that <laughs> in a few months. So anyway, I step on the scale. I see that I've gained about 15, 16 pounds and I can feel it y'all like my dress pants for work. Like they are tight. I don't feel as confident in my clothes, but my point is everything in, is different. Like I'm like, Oh man, my pants are fitting a little tighter. I, I don't look as great in this as I wanted to, but I don't sit and belittle myself. I put on a different outfit. I'm like, what's going to make me feel good today? So there has been no shame and guilt in this process of weight gain, to be honest. And that is a huge monumentous change for me because supposedly our inches, our, our weight, that's everything, right? And that's the society that we live in, but that's, that's wrong. It's bullshit. And I'm not here for that. What I am here for is, all right, girlfriend, we have been, we've been on this ride. We had a free-for-all summer. We lived it up, but our mental health took one for the team. And it is time to focus in, get back on what you know works for your mental health. And guess what? Because I'm focused on my mental health and making sure that that is great, a second result right? Like the secondary reaction is going to be weight loss. I know that hundred percent for sure. That is going to happen when I put my mental health first and I focus on what makes my mental health feel good. What makes my head feel clear? What helps me sleep well at night? What makes me feel energized and refreshed? When I focus on those things, the body transformation will follow. So in a way, I'm evolving in that I'm not focused on this and doing this for the weight change, but rather just on my mental health, improving. I don't want to live an anxiety-ridden life. I know what that fucking feels like, and I hate it. And there is something I can do about it. So that's what I'm focused on. And if this sounds like something that you need, you're like, Jacqueline, teach me your ways. I, I don't, I don't want to work out and eat well 
just to lose weight. Like that has never worked for me in the past. I've tried all of these. I did Weight Watchers, Atkins. I've done all of these workout programs. I've gotten gym memberships. I've followed meal plans. I, but it doesn't last. It's because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Because if that number on the scale doesn't change quick enough, you're going to give up. You're going to self-sabotage. You're going to go back to the Oreos and the Doritos and stuff that temporarily eases those hurt feelings. I know that because I was there, right? And now I'm in a place where I spent an entire summer going on a free-for-all because I knew I could. I was like, this is fine. Like, I have no shame or guilt about it because I'm living my life. And the only thing, the only reason that I'm changing that is because I realized I was taking a hit on my mental health. And that is absolutely one thing I am not willing to compromise on. Do I want to feel amazing and sexy in my body? Yes. Do I already feel that right now? 15, 16 pounds heavier than my average weight? Absolutely. I feel more amazing about myself today than I did when I tried on my wedding dress in March. And I was at... So to give you guys some reference, this morning I stepped on the scale at 184.4 pounds. Okay, I'm 5'10", I'm very tall and lean. So I carry that a lot differently than some other women might. And you might not be able to tell, right? Like that's frustrating for people because I'm going to be honest, boys, plug your ears. My boobs, y'all, like these things. I'm like, my bras aren't even fitting. Anyway, I digress. I got on that and I saw the number and I was like, okay, we feel our best self between 168 and 172. Okay, so that is a pretty like big range, 168, 172, a four pound difference. Okay. Because I understand my, I'm not going to get to one weight and maintain that for the rest of my life. Things are going to change and I have to be realistic about the fluctuation. So I want you to consider like maybe, maybe Jacqueline has something that I don't know about yet. Maybe I can join her team and do these beach body workouts. Maybe I can follow a meal plan and not have it be about weight loss. Maybe I can follow a meal plan and do a workout program with the intention to see how does this impact my mental health? How does this help my irritability? How does this help me sleep at night? How does this impact my relationships with others? How does this impact my energy? Rather than how fast can I lose 30 pounds? Because I'm over that. And you come at my life and you come at me and say, Jacqueline, I need you to help me lose weight. I got a big event coming up. Oh no. Uh-uh. Nope. I spent way too long doing that. And you fall off and then you're mad at me and we're not friends anymore. So if you want to work on your mental health and you want to follow and you're like, I, I feel what you're putting down here. Like I, I want to be a part of this. Then I'm here for you. 100%. As always, this is said with so much love. If your mental health is in a good spot and you don't have to work out and eat well and do those things to take care of it, great. If you found what works for you, awesome. But I know I my body needs movement. My body needs veggies and whole foods and a shit ton of water to operate and function really well. That's what works for me. And if you need a little bit of guidance on this journey, I'm happy to help. But I will not work with someone who is coming in and going to try to ruin that culture of focusing on our mental health by only speaking on weight loss. 
that's not our jam. That is not what team therapeutic fitness is about. We have transformed and evolved over the years and we are here for mental wellness. So as always, you can apply to join Team Therapeutic Fitness over at theanxioustherapistpodcast.com. That is my website. There are applications to my masterminds and to join Team Therapeutic Fitness. And I would love to have you. That being said, I've also had a few applicants who apply and don't include their email address or their full name, and I have no way of getting back to you, accepting you onto our team, chatting more about your goals and things like that. So if you have applied previously and haven't heard back from me, that's because I don't know how to contact you. So reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll get you connected. I'm on Instagram most of the time at The Anxious Therapist. That's my jam. That's where I love to hang out. That's where the workouts and dance parties are, the real talk. Everything fun is happening over on Instagram. So I'd love to connect with you there. And I can't wait to see all your applications coming in. This is something I've been doing for over four years now. And it's okay to change and evolve. I just want to give you permission to, it's all right if your number one goal isn't weight loss. I know society says that's what we should be obsessed with and focused on. But I think they're wrong. And I'm here to help you heal your mental health. That is my number one goal, purpose, drive in life is to bring other women on board to take care of their mental health because it is 2019 and for fuck's sake, it is time we start focusing on something else other than weight loss. You feel me? You guys are so fucking awesome. I I don't know that you can fully understand how much love and light you bring to my world. I'm so grateful for every single one of you for spending a few minutes out of your day with me every once in a while to connect and expand your mindset and your growth and allow me to challenge you to be the best version of yourself possible. I'm so proud of you for digging in and doing the healing. It literally lights my soul on fire. I love every single one of you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.